You're listening to the Dad Bod Golf Pod with Kyle Rush, Ben Taylor, and Nate Pass. What's up, everybody? We're back once again. It's episode 47 of the Dad Bod Golf Pod, and this is a awesome super day. We're super fired up. This is the first installment of Friendship Friday. And who better than the the number one download every single day, the first listener oh, yes. every single day, Colonel Steve from Orlando, Florida. What's up, baby? How's it going, Steve? Hey, Kyle, man, it's doing great. I'm here hanging out with my Swanee shirt. Let's yes. go. Yes. Gotta go. Gotta go with strong. Um, I actually, I put on my uh, sweet rolls putter uh, grip the other day, so I'm going to get a, get out with this weekend. You got what which color one did, did you, you get? get? Yeah, which one did you get? Had to go camo. Had I go guessed camo. it. Attaboy. Ah. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> on brand. On brand for we didn't, we didn't know if Florida had sunk in your system, and, you know, Nate and I were thinking maybe something a little more flowery. But I hope no, whatever. no, no. That would be Nate. That would be Nate. No, that I got my hula girl in one today, Steve, and I like that you're shooting across the bow right out of the gate. I love it. <laughs> I got the flower one, and Ben got the same one as mine. So I got the I same new, one. Now yeah. I got to get a new putter grip. So yeah, you had yours longer than mine. It's time for you to regrip yours. So I'm, gonna go, I'm, to, I'm probably going to go now. skull and crossbones next. I think. I think that's what I'm going to do next. I just realized what Steve saying that about me is like this is the first time that someone I don't really know will listens to me every single day, and now he knows me. Like he can he can fire at me, he can <laughs> yes. send zingers, and I don't even know him. So welcome to showbiz, uh, Nate. Welcome yeah, to showbiz. This, this is awesome. <laughs> I'm going to get Nate out. Get Nate on the blue tees real soon. Yeah. Oh! oh, he said, get to the gym, Nate. Get to the gym. Get your weight up. Get your weight up. That's all. Awesome. Steve, aren't you old enough to play the goal team? <laughs> I'll play up. I'll play up. I knew, I knew that was coming. Oh, man. Oh, man. So this is uh, – we're, we're going to start doing this uh, weekly where, uh, you know, if, you, if you're interested, wow. you want to jump on and have friendship with us on a Friday – Hey, we're going to treat it. It's just going to be just a regular episode and you're going to be part of the gang. You're going to uh, break down the conversation. You're going to throw out hot takes and Colonel Steve has prepared. He sent me pictures of him reading the yes. articles. He has done his, done his homework and I cannot wait to hear his takes on this. Oh boy. Golf digest Brooks Kepka article oh boy. and photo shoot, not just an article, but a photo yeah. shoot. So yeah, really cute. It he was, loves uh, the photo shoots. He always has. Was this? I didn't see the pictures. I just read the because I was reading the article through Twitter. Did he do the whole poolside thing again? Oh yeah, it's preposterous. Yes. It oh, awesome. so original man. That's his. That's his go-to. Let's go out by the pool. <laughs> you know, exactly. Jenna's over there. Like, hey, get him to do yeah. that. No, yeah. get him. Yeah, get him to do that. Let me put. She, let me put some weights out somewhere. Were there any <laughs> weights visible in the pictures? No, he did have a mock <laughs> turtleneck on though. Again, by the pool. Yeah, by the well, I don't know if he it's had like the out by the water, the pool, or but it was. Uh, what's the deal with the? What, is, is there an inside joke that I've missed on the the mock turtleneck? Him bringing that? No, I, I think he's no, just a douchebag. Steve, yeah, am just... I missing something there? <laughs> I, I think Nate called it, so I can't add any more to that. One. <laughs> he had on the mock with a gold chain or something. It was awful. It was Wait, terrible. I have got to he looked like the. Rock. I didn't Remember? know he had on a gold yeah. chain. You yeah. know that picture of like the rock from like way back when he was in college and he had the turtleneck with the gold. Ch- that's what it looked like. He looked like, yeah. except less, I guess, ripped. Like, less, yeah, less like the rock. Yeah. Less, yeah. less moxie. Yeah, exactly. That's right. So uh, basically, it was just a sit down uh, and 
asked him a ton of questions um, from uh, his knee injury to uh, how he, you know, man, or how he became, uh, I guess, such a, I mean, how he went from kind of like a journeyman to where he is now, uh, the personal side of it, the personal aspect of it, dove into a little bit of Ryder Cup, uh, talked a little bit of majors, and uh, we're just going to break it down, uh, kind of just break it down all the way. So first off, um, I guess one of the, the one of the first things they really talked about was uh, clubs. They talked about his clubs and uh, what he likes to use and, and this, that, and the other. Um, did y'all kind of find it interesting that Brooks is not a big – he's not really a big club guy. Like, he's not he, – he doesn't really, really tinker that much. He what just I've, kind of, go ahead. What I've found that whole article is that if there's anything that everybody does, he has to make sure that he doesn't do it. He is too <laughs> cool for literally anything. Like, yeah. new equipment? No, nah, dude, I've got the same uh, three-iron Nike three-iron for five years. Come yeah. on, man. <clears throat> that uh, – I did take the time to count the times he said I in it. I think it was 526 times in that, in that article. So um, he's not, he's not a big, we guy. He's not, he's a, not, he's a, not, not like, a big, we guy. He's not like Jordan Spieth and JT where it's, we did this, we did that. Uh-uh, it's I, it's not I. like Kyle and Bryson, you know, Oh, we, you know? yeah. Yeah. It's a team game. That's <laughs> a team game. No. So he, he, he doesn't change clubs a whole lot. Like so much uh, like it's so rare that he changed clubs. There was a story where, where he was playing in a tournament and he cracked his driver or cracked the shaft or something like that. Right. So he was like, I'm just going to play with a three wood. And he sent somebody back to the, um, send somebody back to the, uh, I guess the van to get another driver. And he just gives his driver to a kid in the stands. And then, and then Claude Harmon was like, you won $5 million with that driver. You can take the head out you DA. So they went back and snatched the driver from the kid. Can you believe that? They took the they driver shipped him another one. Yeah. Do we Shipped know that? another one in the next day? Nike stopped making clubs. Yeah, let's find that kid. Let's get him on the pod. We need let's to verify that, that that kid actually yeah. got a club. What do you think, Steve? I, uh, you know, it was a lot about himself again. So I, I'm not sure <laughs> if he. I'm not sure if he truly took the time himself. I'm sure he told someone to make sure that club got to him, but I doubt he he ensured uh, it. Absolutely not. No. So you, you can't take a drive. You can't take. You can't do Indian givers to like a six year old. You can't do that. I'm sorry, Brooks. Mm-hmm. You got to. You give it to him, you gotta let him have it. So no, he should have been he should have been like man enough to go when they said, Hey, you won five million. He's like, I, I I understand that. I screwed up. I gave it away. I don't know what else to do. I mean yeah. he sent somebody no, else to you. You bring the driver back. You bring and the driver or, back. And and you don't even if even if you do you maybe you send somebody to go ask for it, not take right. it from them, but you also replace it with a whole friggin' bag of clubs for the kid. That yes. everything is signed, including gloves, club heads, everything is signed. So he can eBay the crap out of it later in life when he gets a little older and make a little money off of you. But don't just you yank it from him and then you send him some probably piece of trash driver out of your garage that you had the butler go get and said, Hey, go find where this kid lives and send it to him. This is the only time I'll come close to defending Brooksy. That kid is not entitled to any driver. Like, yes, he gave it to him. Yes, he wasn't thinking. If he goes and gets it back, then that kid gets a driver that functions instead of one that's broken under the grip. I mean, come on. Oh, come on, Nick. What's the the next step? Did they go out to his truck and kick his dog that's in the car? What is going on, man? It's a kid. It's a six-year-old. I'm just saying, like, if you give somebody your driver that's won you $3 million and you weren't thinking and somebody goes and grabs it back, like, whatever the kid gets is probably still going to be Let me tell you something. The furniture is moving in the stands if they come back to get it and they try to yank it from my (laughs) kid. 
My kid's the one holding. Oh, the you're gonna, yeah. No, you, you won't let yeah. your kid get it. You'll be the adult that jumps in front of a kid and gets the drive. <laughs> no, no, that's a whole nother story, Nate. That's not. We're not no, going there with that. Uh, I agree with Ben. I, I think he should have gone back to him afterwards, signed a glove, hit some golf balls. You know, give him a towel. I mean, I, I would have loaded the kid up if I if I had to take some from him. I mean, I would have made sure that he was happy. in the whole nine yards. So, but. Oh, well, it was a bad day. Uh, hey, you can go to dinner with Jenna, like just you and her, you know, 12-year-old at dinner with Jenna Sims. Again, that wouldn't have give been – Give some good clout. The, the six-year-old probably wouldn't have cared, but that's that's when the, you – the, the, the dad would The dad would have been like, sure. you know For what, sure. son, this is a good trade. This is a, this is a real good trade. <laughs> yep. I, don't I, tell your mom. Yeah. <laughs> don't tell mom where we went to dinner, and please do not tell her who we went to dinner with. Exactly. So one thing that it opened up a little bit more was this knee injury. Uh, that we never really – we just kind of heard that he had a knee injury and then he just, like, wasn't playing and then he had surgery. We didn't really know. But, uh, it, I mean, it actually ended up sounding pretty dang bad uh, that he, you know, had a uh, – it said he had a – just, like, a freak misstep and it ended up, like, dislocating his knee then, like, crushing his patella – patellar tendon and they had to re require uh reconnect it and all this kind of stuff and uh that sounds a lot more serious than uh, i guess it was led led on to be hey kyle did that happen at uh at jack's tournament up in memorial um in a pro shop maybe that little i don't know the story what? is that the story give it give us some more steve well Tell I, us I, more. Under, I understand there was a little uh fracas between uh uh brooks and somebody else up at jack's tournament uh and uh, there was a little fisticuffs, I think, something else. Who really? was it? Really? Brooks, Brooks, Brooks and Bryson. No. You know about that. Bit. You know about that. No way. Are no, we, I didn't know. They put Bryson didn't tell you about another. that, Kyle, when you guys FaceTimed at 1 a.m. Yeah. last night? Bryson's <laughs> a real humble guy. He doesn't tell you into each other stuff like that. Yeah, you got to get Ben looking it up on the internet now. So, yeah. They yeah, that's exactly it. what so I'm doing. The, the story is, is that <laughs> Jack had heard about it when he was in there, and they asked him what he should do to break up the fight, and he said, let it go. So, let the boys play. The Wait, boys is, play. are we joking right now? Are we serious? Yeah. I'm gonna tell you, I wouldn't. I wouldn't fit about that. <laughs> oh my god, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to do some crack research on this because I'm. Yeah, that would be epic if that if that actually true and Bryson tore uh, Brooks's ACL or whatever it is. That what if Jack cool. Nicholas is in the corner being like, put him in a body bag? Put Just him in absolutely. a body bag. <laughs> I, I'm I'm kidding about the knee part, but not kidding about the fight. So okay, nice. Nice. Hey, Colonel Steve bringing content to the table. Content. He's inside. This is our inside golf source. I knew Bryson. I knew Bryson was a boss. I knew Bryson was ready to throw hands. Wait a second. Beefy. We didn't we don't I know what it. all took place. Everybody tries that. Like he's just this little scientist, little weird dork guy. Oh, he's here beefy we go. now. He's beefy now. Don't don't cross him. Don't cross him. That's all I was beefy boyfriend. Got to, that's all I got to say. Just got to be careful. Watch out for Bryson. Uh, all right, so we talked about his injury. He talked about his bag. He talked about DJ a lot. It was almost awkward how how much he tried to, I guess, emulate DJ a lot. It was sort of awkward, especially because he's talked crap about him like not very long ago, about how, you know, it's not much of a – it was at the one where he said it's not really much – and that was Rory, but he, he talked about how DJ hadn't won since whatever, since he started winning and this, that, and the other. But in this article, he pretty much says he emulated 
uh, emulates everything after DJ. Mm-hmm. So anybody got any takes on that? Well, he said that him and uh, DJ and Tiger like to go to the gym together. So that was uh, the big thing I took away. So dropping a little name dropping here and there, but that's cool. I don't know if he's friends with anybody else on tour except for Dustin Johnson. Like, I don't know if he has anything else to say about anybody else because that's it. Like, it's just him and DJ. Which I, those comments that you made about DJ sounded like he was he was like shooting a zinger on his buddy, but it came across really bad. I don't know. When yeah. that came out, it was like, hey, if he had said that in the locker room, like everybody would laugh, but he said it in front of a camera to the press. And so it sounded like he was, you know, doo-dooing on him. But right. I did. I don't think uh, Brooks has any other friends on tour. I think that's that's his only guy. Him and DJ just pumping iron. Probably just sending, sending and, and maybe that's just because DJ. And maybe that's just because DJ. I don't think DJ dislikes anybody. I think he's just kind of the guy that wants to be in the room. And if you want to have a beer, or hey, he's partaking some other things as well. <laughs> maybe just not beer. Maybe some other things too. Uh, but he's just kind of the guy that just wants to hang out. He doesn't. And Kepka has said before he likes other sports besides golf, and DJ's kind of that guy too. Like yeah. he's he's just not going to be watching golf on like yeah. when he's not playing it. Um, he talked about. I thought it was also uh, the along the lines of the surgery and this, that, and the other. Um, he really acted like he was like he's thirty one years old, but he talked like he was like. 50, 60 years old. Like I can't. It takes me thirty minutes to get out of the bed now and. Uh, I eat all these anti-inflammatory foods and uh, metabolism is not what it was when I was in my twenties and I have to park closer to the building. It's like, that was like three years ago. Like, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? Yeah, it was, uh, he, and he blamed, he's gained a little weight. Like, let's just, let's just be honest. He's a little bit more along the lines of a dad bod than he is uh, back when he was doing the body issue on ESPN. A little beer gut. Yeah. So he, he really kind of blamed all the gut. Yeah, a little gin <laughs> a little uh, what do you call it? You're getting a little complacent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. But uh, yeah, so um, I thought that was kind of strange. Um, do y'all have any takeaways from or anything uh, you know, up as far as like you know, he talked about it's you know hard for him to have relationships. It's hard for him to talk to his family. This, that, and the other. I think Nate, you kind of hit on the head. He just doesn't really like anybody. Well, that's kind of odd that he said that about his family, though, because uh, when he left FSU, this family was the only one that supported him when he decided to go to Europe and play there. Like, everybody else told him, even his coaches told him he was stupid. They were like, what are you doing? Like, you stay home, be comfortable, try to make a little money here locally. Um, And his mom, she was even quoted on one of those, um, you know, one of those, like, behind-the-scenes golf channel deals. His mom was like, no, we told him just you need to do what makes you happy, do whatever. He checked in with us every night over there, and we had to adjust the time and you know see who was going to be calling who and all this stuff. And so it, I kind of found that kind of odd when he was like, you know, it's tough for me to you know rely on my family for support. And it's kind of you're going, wait a second, he's, they he's were with you when you were doing nothing and traveling on buses in Europe. Like, I think come back a little bit here. <laughs> I think he. Which is hard to tell. I think maybe he's like Bryson. He's a little Mr. Mr. Misunderstood. But he comes across like he is so in his zone that he just can't he, – he can't talk. can't involve himself with anybody else. Like he has to be so in the Brooks zone to to beat Tiger. And I know we're going to get to the Ryder Cup thing, but, you know, it's, it's his routine and he can't break it. And he just – 
I think he, I don't think he's full 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 of himself so much as that he just doesn't know how to turn it off. Like he has to be in this this zone that he's in. He's got you know, that zone of everybody hates me, uh, and eventually that's going to come true because he ostracizes everybody, so they are going to hate him. But I don't, five years ago that wasn't the case. Everybody loved him. And yeah, even he's kind of done this to a lot to a lot of this to himself. Yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, hell, hell, look, at, look at a year yeah, ago. I, yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, as a prima donna, you know, you guys know a little about me. I was in the army for thirty years, and uh, while I would say I wasn't around uh, elite athletes, I would tell you that a lot of the guys in the army that are out there every day are pretty darn elite athletes, and and they don't they don't sleep in. You know, they they don't take thirty minutes to get out of bed, and they don't uh, um, they don't take naps in the middle of the day. They they work hard in the day, and then they. Uh, play hard then they go to bed and they get up the next day and they do it again and then repeat and repeat and repeat so i I can't it's 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 hard for me to (laughs) to feel bad about a prima donna that has takes 30 minutes to get out of bed because he went golfing the day before or he went to the gym so you know (laughs) yeah i mean you know i I told myself that way about kyle all the time i mean he complains and we're like bro you you played golf the day before i mean you know we we would get out of we'd get out of bed (laughs) We'd have PT at six o'clock in the morning, and that's how our days would start, you know. And uh, you do that five days a week, and you know, you just gets that's just your thing. And so, I mean, I don't know. Man, it's a little, little bit, little, little bit of prima donna to me. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, that's his job. Suck it that's up, his job now. I mean, exactly. he, this isn't. You know, I know we've made fun of Kisner. Kisner, this, Kisner, this ain't no hobby. I mean, this is his job. Like, this is what he's supposed to be doing. And it sounds in this article like he's complaining about everything he's supposed to be doing. Right. So yeah, let's like, talk oh, about what is me. Let's <laughs> yeah. talk uh-huh. about the Ryder Cup part. Yes. Okay? I'm um, waiting. Let's let's talk about this. Let's dive into this. Um, because it it is really I think it's pissed a lot of people off, uh, this part. And basically they just asked him um about the Ryder Cup experience. Is it different? Is it strange? This, that, and the other. And uh he just he said it's you know, it's different, it's hectic. He's like, I don't want to say it's a bad week. We're just you know, individualized and everybody has their typical routine. And then it's like, oh, we got to go do this whole different thing. And, you know, then he talks about what he likes to do. You know, I like to take naps in the day and I, you know, I got to, you know, I like to just play nine holes for practice. And so basically he was just like, it it, it sounded like he was just poo-pooing on the Ryder cup. What do y'all think? It was like a, he like, it was a chore. Like it was like an obligation. Like he's like, yeah, it's cool and everything. I've I got a lot to unpack here. I'm going to let somebody else go first because I want to kind of really load up and take a big swing at this. So, so let the, let the guests go first. Colonel Steve, yeah, it's all Colonel you. Steve, you, you have you, the floor, you. sir. That's, well, why, why not ask a veteran how, <laughs> how, how he feels about somebody representing the United States of America? That's right. You know, I was thinking about it, actually. You know, if, if I had played one year in, in, the P, in the PGA Tour and you asked me if I could win the U.S. Open or the Olympics, I probably would pick the Olympics. Um, and, uh, you know, to be able to do something for your country is something different and, uh, and, and it's special. So, you know, I, I, don't, I don't get it. Um, I, you know, he keeps rolling back in this thing and said, hey, I don't have time. I don't have time to go to the gym. You know, I mean, dude, that's not what it's about, you know, and uh, you got to have got to have some fire. But, you know, the other part is, and I don't know if you're going to go into this, but, you know, the Euros, you know, they're the kind of the underdog, you know, they're going to go after the big dog. And so, you know, the Americans need to defend their soil and they need to fight together and they can't sit there and, uh, and just, uh, and hope, um, 
that uh, it's going to come together. So I don't know. I was I was a little disappointed with Old Brooks myself. Nate, let me go right yep. before let me go right before you, and then just let you just unload on it. But no, to fun. me, to me, Brooks, Brooke, this attitude is a microcosm of why we get stroked by Europe almost every single time in this thing. It's uh, I don't for whatever reason. America has lost the passion for the Ryder Cup. They've lost that passion that, you know, Jack and those guys had, uh, you know, the, you know, all the way up until like when they played, uh, I, I remember I watched those documentaries, the war by the shore, the, uh, the one at Kiowa Island, you know, stuff like that. It's just, uh, you know, we just don't seem that interested anymore. We don't seem like, you know, it's not something that's on our guys' minds every t- for two years up into the next one. If we lose, it doesn't really matter. Like it doesn't hurt. Um, and to me, uh, you know, this is obviously to a huge extreme. I mean, this is like the, the re- this tells you kind of gives you a look inside the mind of one of these guys. And I don't think any, not all of them are to this extreme, but you know, guys like Sergio and, and Ian Poulter and, and those guys, they like this is what they live for. Like they, this is what the Europeans they grow up living for, wanting to win the Ryder Cup more so than heck majors or anything like that. And uh, I don't know. I feel like I almost wish there was. I almost wish that they had uh, like twelve captains' picks and not auto qualifiers. You know, just let the cap and then let people sort of. Let the the players plead their case to the captain and and then he'll be able to decide, okay, now I know who really wants to do this. Instead, we have, you know, eight auto qualifiers and, you know, probably only like two of them really want to are really fired up about doing it. And I think this Brooks thing is just kind of like a microcosm of the whole American attitude uh, towards the Ryder Cup. What summed it all up was the same day that Brooks, this article gets released and he has the me, me attitude. That's the problem with it right there. The me, me, because when he talked about um, my schedule's messed up, you know, I can't go to the gym. Hey, bub, everybody's that way. Like everybody's in the exact same boat you are. We're, We're all on the same page here. So it's time for you to bite the bullet and be a team member. And that, cause he had said one of his quotes where he said, and I'm, I'm just paraphrasing here. Uh, he had brought up, he goes, you know, so we're all sitting in the room. They're all looking at me and they're like, what can you do? Well, I got my point. Well, that's not the point of it. Yeah. And yeah. The point of it is you win as a team. Not, it's, right. Yeah. You did, you did your small, you know, 12th of a job that you were supposed to do that day. And congratulations. You got your pat on the back. Now you get your butt in there and you take, the chewing with everybody else for not doing their job. And, you know, the whole thing that wrapped it all up was the same day that he came out with this, or they came out with this article today. Ian Poulter was quoted as saying it would be the biggest honor in his golfing career to serve as both player and captain. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. I mean, if that, if you're yeah. not talking about one extreme to the other, you're talking about a guy that's like, I really don't want to be here. And then on the other side, you got the guy that says, this is the biggest honor of my golfing career to be asked yeah. to be both player and captain. Yeah, yeah, Ben. But how many how many PGA golfers would love to, to change their whole schedule to be on that team, and that, oh, that, are, that are probably yeah. better than Ian Ian Poulter right now? Right. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah, Ian Poulter never scared a major. <laughs> <laughs>
So you guys remember a couple years, a few years ago in the NBA when they were always trying to make this like super team. You know, they take all the this. I don't remember who it was. It was Chris Bosh and uh, you know Dwayne they're Wade. Doing? They're still doing to this day. Yeah, Benjamin, mm-hmm. I'm 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 lining up for this day. Like okay. I'm trying okay, to so, catch some so, momentum so, into just I'm, absolutely cracking to, on Brooks Kepka. He's trying to I'll build up. Let me, let me get there. I'll mute my mic. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Nate. <laughs> We, we, we've got the same selfish we try and put the – which we on paper we have – I said it earlier. We have like 10 of the top 14 in the world are on the U.S. team. And if I'm anybody on the U.S. team right now, I am licking my chops to get Brooks Kepka as my draw. Because that same yes. I don't give a crap attitude that he takes to tournaments that aren't majors. Dude, if I'm Bernard Weisberger and I pair up against Brooks Kepka on the first round, I'd walk up to him like, listen, I know you don't want to be here, so I'm going to beat you 8-7, you – ass home exactly. what a pitiful excuse for an american for an american golfer who auto qualified if if he had been in captain's pick he probably if he hadn't auto qualified he would text his stricker and say hey, i'd rather just hang out with jen all weekend but you know what you're on the team that's what he act did like, for the olympics act like gonna say, that's what he did. About <laughs> he's already done that team. once it yeah, is yeah. one week you're you don't get to work out for one week, which it looks like you skip plenty of workouts anyway. Yeah, say, it's, oh. yeah, <laughs> it's one week where your routine gets thrown off snake. for something that used to mean something. It means something to some people. It means something to the guys you're playing. It means yeah. the world to them. And it means something to the guy who's sitting at home with Justine with the IS two fifty <laughs> watching, wishing he was there, kicking European tail. And, so, I, and the thing is, is it wouldn't have affected Patrick Reed's workout schedule at all, would it? Not right? a one bit. No. <laughs> he still bit. could have done his 20-minute walk. So, <laughs> anyway, I, I, I am severely disappointed in Brooks Kepka. I would not mind seeing him just get absolutely torched in any match he plays. I hope he as long as the Americans still win. I hope he doesn't earn a point. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I don't even care yeah, if he doesn't. But I don't, I don't think he would care. That's the that's the that's, that's that, the is, that, that, that is a problem. That, that is, is the problem. issue. That's yep. the issue I have with it. He doesn't care, and that's Stricker doesn't see that. I will say this: anytime that it gets time for you, you know, where you have to sit like four, sit him. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, he yeah. doesn't want to be there. Okay. Sit his ass. That means sit, don't, send don't, him out don't in the first him. first match. Let him lose yeah. on Sunday. Yeah, and then go home. Let Bernard yes. Weisberger. Yeah, yes. you had the early flight home. You ain't got let him lose and put him on a plane. Steve, you said that down. Steve, you said that uh, Paul Azinger really came out and just shredded him today. Zinger threw some zingers out. What What was some of the things? What were some of the big highlights of what he said today? Uh, he basically just said if uh, he doesn't want to be here, he shouldn't go. And uh, I mean, and kind of Ben just said the same thing, you know. And, and unfortunately, Stricker, I don't think he can kick him off. Um, but not, no, not I, at this point. I'm just hoping that uh, that wrist injury. Uh, hangs on just a little bit longer. So he says, Hey, I can't go and I will stay home with Jenna. But yeah, that's what he basically said. You know, you should, you should be proud, which is what Nate's saying to, to play for your country. Um, but he didn't have the pride the first time for the Olympics. He doesn't have the pride uh, for doing this. He should just stay home and, and Zinger just laid into him. So. Steve, uh, who would you, who would you replace? Like Kepka drops out tomorrow. Him. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, good, no. good. No, that's Steve, awesome. throw in your captain's pick. We've all made it very clear who we would, we would throw in there. Uh, and if you want to kick out Scotty Scheffler, you can have two if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Well, you know, I, I, I think uh, definitely you have to take Captain America. Uh, that's right. You know, so right. He, he's the easy pick. Uh, but you know, you know, the way that uh, Billy Horschel sneaks up on a putt, you know, I just think that, uh, 
I, I think it was Kyle who said, you know, if you got a guy, take a guy with statistics who can putt, and you can't take the non putters because when it when it gets tight, you know, those putts are hard to make. And I think Porsche will just easily sneak into that ball. He, the ball won't see it coming, and he'll get behind it, and then he'll pop it right in. Yes, so. nice. <laughs> but, uh, hey, just like you used to do in Jungle Warfare, ain't that right, Steve? <laughs> exactly. Sneak right up on him. No, actually, I, w- I was a tank officer, so uh, I used to oh, shoot him one. Ain't sneaking up on nobody one of those. There's no sneaking on that. There's no sneaking up. <laughs> that is awesome. Talking about Billy Horschel, I was talking with Buddy Alexander one time. He was talking about his putty, putting, and he's talking about he's like he sneaks up on. He sees. I just say, I just say, Billy, put the damn ball. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. Speaking of Horschel, have y'all seen the video that got released today from the BMW Championship of the par three where he took forever to hit the ball? No, I haven't. It, took, it took like two minutes for him to hit the ball. He stood there and he leaned the club up against his leg and d- did practice swings with no club in his hand. Oh boy! And then he picked the club up and took like two or three practice swings. And then he went behind the ball to reapproach it. And at that point, that was when I even I was screaming. Even though that tournament has been played, I was yep. looking at the computer and I was like, "Hit the damn ball, man! Let's go! <laughs> <laughs> Run the damn ball!" Exactly. <laughs> All right, so we are pretty much all in agreement that that Ryder Cup stuff is is that pretty Brooks weak. America, it's yeah. embarrassing. Pretty weak. It's very embarrassing, and it almost makes you want to pull against him. For I did want to say this like that. on that same article that um, Zinger was quoted down at the bottom. I guess somebody from the New York Post reached out to Brooks. He he's telling two different stories to a bunch of different people. His quote at the end of this article was, "I'll be there. I'm good to go." Uh, Kepka said, who has a 4-3-1 record in Ryder Cup play, told a magazine in a text message, I'm feeling good, been doing my rehab, doing everything that I need to do in order to be ready for this cup. I'll be there. I'll be ready to play. Yeah, for his one point. Yeah, and it, th- yeah, that's, that's right. the thing. Yeah. It's, you play on Sunday only. Has there but ever I, been a guy in Ryder Cup who, who they only let play singles? This would be a great sure. time to start Stricker. This would be a great time to, to set an example for everybody, every other player that comes through. I would rather have Steve Stricker right now than I would rather have Book, yes. Brooks Kepka. I mean, come on. Uh, yeah. His his Steve Stricker's decision-making has been put on display. A little questionable. Yeah, you're Yeah, right. Daniel Berger. Come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All okay, right. So, so, I'm Colin, I saw Stewart, him in the scramble. Sink. Give me, give me Stewart's sink instead of yes, Black yes. Black. yes. You know, it's it's October. It's, or it's Stewie, almost Stewie October. Stewie's sink. Stewie's Stewie sink. Yeah. All right. So uh, the last thing, which possibly is the most controversial thing that he said, um, they asked if Tiger had set the bar out of reach as far as majors go, and he said that in his mind he's gonna he's gonna catch him, and he thinks he's gonna catch Jack too. He says if he wins one a year for fourteen years, that'll do it. Can we get a stat on how old Kepka is? He's anybody know that off the top of the head? He's 31. 31. He's 31. So he's planning on winning a major at 45. That's yeah. his plan. Why he'll not? Do it at 50. It'll, it'll take him three hours to get out of bed at that point. <laughs> There's no telling. He might not be able to get out of bed. I'm mm-hmm. just going to I'm, – I'm just so fired up right now. Uh, Kepka won't get to double digits. And I will bet I anybody so any amount of money that they want to bet that Kepka doesn't even scare double-digit majors. I don't think majors. there's anybody out there right, right now, if, if you said gun to your head – Pick a player that's going to get the double digits. Jordan Spieth. Yeah, that's about the only yeah. guy, and that's just because of where Colin, he, maybe know, where he is. Patrick Canley. Yeah, yeah. Colin's so young. Maybe more Colin. We need could, this. We need Patrick. He's so young in his digits. Got, um, he's got a couple under his belt, but 
other even the Roms of the world. I mean, he doesn't have them under his belt to to right. be able to say that, even though he's playing well. So, um, for Kepka to come out and say that, yeah, he just it's he makes it sound it's just one a year. What? Like there are guys that go careers that are great golfers, top fifty golfers that do not have a major under their belt or have one or two. And he's talking about, yeah. oh yeah, it's just one a year. I get that. Yeah. I'm you know, I don't have a problem with the ego. I mean, I think anybody who tees up should hope to win. Um, so on that part, you know, I mean, it's a big game, but I mean, I, I think everybody who tees up plans to par or birdie every hole. So mm-hmm. yeah, good for them. Yeah. Here's here's the part that that I that I took issue with. Okay, and it said that uh, he's. Let me let me try to um, make sure I read it correctly. He said, you know. People misconstrue this as being cocky. No, that's just my belief. If I don't have that belief, I shouldn't be out there. If you don't think you can win, why the hell are you teeing up? Yeah, I'm just going – or blah, 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 blah. But he's like, but I know I'm going to win. I'm going to try to win one a year. And he's dumping on second. At least, he's dumping on not winning. I was like, okay, well, you're just basically saying you're going to go try to just win your one per year. Uh, yeah, once you win four a year for the next three years. and He, he contradicted done. himself. He contradicted himself. He's basically talking about how elite players are happy with just winning one. And, he, and then he just talks about, I'm just going to win one a year. I mean, come on, man. Like, which way, Which one is it? You're, you're going to yeah. try to win every tournament you're going to get in? Or are you just going to win one major a year? Like, I don't know. It just seemed like. Here, here's the thing. Some people are good at being cocky. Some people are good at it. Like it's it's Tiger. like it's Tiger's Tiger. good at it. Tiger, Tiger, Tiger said that. Thing. Tiger said Deion Sanders. Tiger always uh, said, "I'll tee it up unless I want to win." Like as Colonel Steve. Colonel yeah. Steve. <laughs> These guys yes. like they're alpha males. They're 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 uh, I guess they're confident in who they are. Brooks seems like a guy to me who is really trying to be something that he's not. He's really trying to be somebody uh, that in his mind is, is macho is, is cool, but it's not who he is. And it's so awkward. It's so awkward and so unendearing. Is that a word? Unendearing. It's not endearing at all. Like sometimes like we, (laughs) there's some cocky, cocky athletes. Like we we're fans of, we like it. We like to see, uh, you know, we like to see Shaq dunk on somebody and then, you know, like laugh at them or joke about it or push or it, push them off a little bit after. Yeah. Allen Iverson cross up Tyron Lou hit the three and then step over him or Kobe calling Talking him about practice. Yeah. We love that kind of like, there's a lot, we love that kind of stuff, but for this scene, he seems so, it just seems so fake. It's not even, it's not even good. It just doesn't even seem good. No, I don't know. Am I way off here? Doesn't pump you up. Doesn't be like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, he yeah, doesn't have, he hasn't done anything to yeah, back one a year. I mean, he hasn't, especially as of late. I mean, with all the injuries he's had and the way he's been playing, he doesn't have any room to be doing that right now. I mean, the things that need to be coming out of his mouth are, I'm just trying to get better and trying to help the team, and he needs to go that route right now. And he's gone completely polar opposite, and right. it is not going over well at all. And I'm way it, off here, Steve. How far? No, I'm, I'm with you. You know, if you're John Romson at the top, you can say it, because uh, but he's not at the top, and I think uh, I think he thinks he's at the top. But he's not. Nope. Right. He's not. It's almost hey. like he feels like he deserves to be at the top, even though he hasn't won. It's like, hey, I think y'all don't understand. I'm that good. Like, I need to be number one. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I know y'all got me down here at like 12 or 13. That's not the case. Like, I need to be number one. That's right. not how it works, bro. Sorry. That, that's why, like Nate said, man, if they, they sit him except for Sunday, I mean, that would be a, a, a great way to bring that ego back and check a little bit. 
That would be awesome. Oh, yeah. That would be, so be awesome. Fantastic. I, don't I, think Stricker, I don't think Stricker can do it. I don't think he's going to do it. Well, yeah. No, I mean, they're going to play him. They're going to play him. I want he's, he's probably still going to play good. I mean, we're just being honest. He's probably going to play pretty good. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I want to bring Colonel Steven on on the, the post player of the year discussion, which obviously my guy won. Um, but Kyle sent a tweet to our, our group text. <laughs> There was a few stat lines about Patrick Cantley, who was a 2021 uh, player of the year and FedEx Cup champion. Um, five missed cuts. Oh, wow. Cool. He missed cuts. Uh, zero top tens and six majors. I'll admit that's a, that's a, that's a bad stat. But uh, lowest net score in only two events. What in the world does that even mean? It means he tied, tw- he, he tied one. So he did not have the lowest net score. And then, yeah, okay. and then Kevin Nash shot lower than him. That is just, in- that's. Since when do we ever say – No, you okay, can't have it both you, ways, Nate. No, you no, can't no, be no, pulling no, for Nah no. and for Cantlay at the same time. Kyle ben, pointed out facts ben, to you, and you, you're getting upset about it. <laughs> so we're just going to start putting asterisks every time somebody wins a, a, a tournament with a No, that's a full fact that Kyle pointed out to you. That's a full fact. Kevin uh, it, it's shot a better stupid stat. Him. It's a stupid stat, but Bill, that's, hey, that's just what I'm saying. Hey, you have a – Tiger has 14 majors, but only 12 of them he had the lowest net score. Get that out of here. I've never seen a worse stat in my entire life. <laughs> Not since Kyle's son used a calculator to figure out how many fakes cut points per event that can't, that Bryson got. Well, hey, just, just, Hanley, just, player just of the a, year, excuse me. Just, just to quote uh, uh, Kepka here, he said, you know, sometimes you get tired and you, uh, you need to play a little bad and, and get the weekend off. So I'm assuming that Cantley would just – Taking some of Kepka's uh, advice, taking a little down week, getting some week, you know, weekend off to spend some time with his girlfriend, and uh, that's kind of you know I mean everybody wants to be like Kepka, so I think he just modeled himself <laughs> after Kepka those couple, those five weeks. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Canley had seven million dollars in earnings. The Tour Championship pays nothing, and he had zero top tens and six majors, and still earned seven million dollars. It's pretty solid. Come at me. Pretty solid year. Come at That's me great. and Candle. Patty Ice, ready for. I hope he. I hope he can. Uh, hope he can keep it going for the. Uh, He's not an investment banker. We're not real worried about all that money. We just. Just hope saying. he can keep it going for the Ryder yep. Cup. We're gonna need him. We're gonna need him. Hey, hey quick. Nate, go ahead. Hey, hope before you guys. Uh, hopefully, for Ryder Cup, I hear a, a show uh, with pairings. I want to hear a whole pairings show. If I can ask that one little request, because I want to oh, hear yeah. who you have Bryson and who you have, who you have Patty Ice uh, paired up with and foursomes and. Uh, and uh, you got to it. Well, we'll we hold us back because we got to get uh, we got to get Kyle's kids back on the statistics because we're not real sure who some of these yep. American guys are that uh, Stricker decided to pick and put in the dang tournament and who we're going to pair them with. I mean, we got to put them yeah. with the old guys with Sergio and Poulter, but then they're going to get waxed right. by the veterans of the group. So we're we're kind of stuck. We've we've talked about it. <laughs> there you go. All right, guys, this has been uh, this has been fun. This is exactly what I was hoping for out of friendship. Friday. Colonel Steve, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, yeah, thanks, tell, guys. tell the fans, tell the listeners where they can find you on yes. social media. Uh, if you want well, to. If you, yeah, that's up to you. <laughs> the, the easiest way to do it is to go on uh, dadbot.com on Twitter and, and yeah. go on and you look at who liked it that day yeah. and you'll Any find tweet. me there and you'll find me on a retweet there. You'll also find me Yes. Liking the uh, the, the dadbot.com YouTube. Most likely yes. you'll see a comment. Comments, on that. yes. So yes. Very, very easy to find if you do that. So Absolutely. that's the easy, easiest way to find me. Thank you yes. for taking time yeah, to man, spend with awesome. us and joke with us and let us talk over you and around you. And uh, we really appreciate it, dude. <laughs> hey, Thank you so guys, much. Colonel Steve. I appreciate your time. 
Who's the funniest guy on the show, real quick, before we know? Uh, the funniest? We know who yeah. the people that were pumping on time were. Oh. It, would, it probably had to be Ben. Oh. Ben's the funniest? All right. Uh, this is over. Dad bod, goth bod. <laughs> Always stroking. Always stroking. You've been listening to... The Dad Bod Golf Pod, always stroking. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.